Hey, good morning, good morning. Joe McCall, REI in your car. I have a short little uh, podcast for you. I'm talking about no deal is better than a bad deal. <laughs> All right, so I'm on the I'm on my way to the airport right now, going to Tampa, Florida for a mastermind, and uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun driving in uh, morning rush hour traffic. I'm just grateful and thankful that I don't have to do this every day. <clears throat> I don't know how anybody can do that. But, you know one thing I love about working from home? And I do have an office, but it's about five minutes away. I enjoy working from home because the coffee is better, number one. Number two, the bathrooms are cleaner, for the most part, if I don't go to my boy's bathroom. And number three, the commute is better. So just three things to think about. <laughs> if you're trying to decide whether you should um, you know, quit your job and work from home or if you should continue sitting in rush hour, bumper to bumper, brake light traffic on the interstate. How do you guys do it in LA, by the way? Those of you guys in Denver, Austin, Texas, Dallas, I've been to some of your cities where rush hour is so bad. Anyway, so what I'm gonna be talking about today, no deal is better than a bad deal. What do I mean by that? Well, I've just been really excited lately. I've been doing uh, a lot more podcast interviews. You know, we used to do a ton of interviewing folks for podcasts, and we're starting to do that again. And I've been listening to a lot of people's stories, and it's just inspiring, you know? Like, listening to people talk about the deals that they're doing. One guy, Matt Reed. You, I don't know when this podcast will be released and when I'll release his but um, guy's crushing it. Been doing lease options for 15 years in Ohio, in Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland of all places, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, Cleveland. But, so, then I was talking last night to a couple here in St. Louis in my own backyard. I'm going to be interviewing them real soon for my podcast. They've been doing lease options for a couple, three years here and are crushing it. They're they're, they have about 28 properties that they're holding right now on sandwich lease options with really, really good cash flow. And such good cash flow just from those 28 properties that they bought on sandwich lease options. They bought it on the lease option. They're lease optioning it out. Um, that they were able to quit their jobs and work from home. Okay, now I'm not sure how much money that is yet, but that's pretty good, right? And... They quit their job. Oh, I don't remember what they said. We'll talk about it in the interview, but I'm going to be interviewing them real soon. But man, that just gets me so excited, right? And in these interviews, I'm talking to folks about the deals that they're doing and the, what what is the one thing they have in common? And I've interviewed well over 100, maybe close to 150 different people in my podcasts, all right? What's the one thing they have in common? They take massive action, they do a lot of marketing, they make a lot of offers, yep. They've all made mistakes, 
They've all made mistakes. They've done bad deals. They've done deals they wish they wouldn't have done. But in the end, they come out net positive, right? At the end of the day, they have freedom. They don't aren't slave to their job. Um, they get to spend more time with their family. They get to travel. They get to do what they want, when they want. You know, so all of that good stuff, right? Um, so I was going to say, one of the things we were talking about in this one interview was no deal is better than um, a bad deal. And when you're doing enough marketing and you're doing enough lead generation, lead generating activities, guess what happens? A, a wonderful, magical thing happens. You get a lot of leads and then you can turn down the bad deals. I see so many students... And I know I've, I've been there, done that. Where I become the motivated buyer and I start trying to turn a non-deal into a deal. And when I'm talking to seller, I start sounding desperate and I start sounding like I'm selling too hard. And what happens when you do that? The sellers run. They can't stand that. That's deplorable. They're like, what are you, insane? Or sometimes you make it sound so good to be true, they're going to think, well, what's the catch? I'm talking specifically about lease options. When you're trying to sell the concept of a lease option instead of just making an offer. Well, guess what happens when you start doing enough marketing? you got so many leads coming in. If the lead doesn't look like a good deal, you just pass on it. Like, oh, you know what? Sorry, this isn't going to work for you, it sounds like. That's okay. Um, or if they bring up too many objections, you know, you can just pull back, be the reluctant buyer. Listen, Mr. Seller, would you mind if I ask you a few questions about your house? to see if this would even be something I'd be interested in. So they're the ones with the problems. You're the one with the solution. You're the one with the money, right? You're the one that can buy their house and fix their problems. So if they don't want your help, then don't beg for it. Like don't try to, uh, I'm almost at my parking garage here, so I'm gonna have to hurry it up. Do you get what I'm saying? All right, so when you have a lot of lead flow, a lot of leads coming in, you can pass on the questionable deals. You can pass on the ones that you have to fight too hard, you have to work too hard to uh, to get to work. You know, we're doing some land deals right now, and we're finding a lot of these deals that uh, are the guys I bought the courses from would, would tell me, they would say, listen, if you get a seller that, you know, maybe there's a death certificate that you have to get, and it's just too much hassle, and we just pass on those deals. We, we, we just... We put them in the bin to follow up later. Well, we've been wanting to do a lot of deals, right? So we've been working real hard on these deals that are missing paperwork or have death certificates or something. And guess what? It's a lot of work to get that stuff, right? And uh, so now we're getting it. We're like, oh, no wonder these guys just pass on these deals and uh, don't uh, work with these. Because it's too much work, right? So if you have good lead generation, you're going to avoid the bad deals, and you'll make a lot of money doing the good deals. There's a, I'll talk about it in a future episode, a real good article one of my friends wrote called The Big Fat Money Bat. And uh, it's just, a, it's about the same thing and I really like the way he, he talked about it. And I'll share that more later because I have to get off here, get my tickets. Take care guys, maybe I'll do another one from Tampa, Florida. See ya.